0: You are listening to The Current Podcast, the official podcast of UC San Diego's IT Services Department. I'm your host, Miguel Rodriguez. Today is Wednesday, April 19th. Last week was National Student Employment Week. An awesome opportunity to recognize, appreciate, and encourage all of UC San Diego's student employees. On behalf of IT Services, we would like to say thank you to all of our student employees. Your energy, curiosity, and hard work contribute greatly to the success of our department and to the greater success of UC San Diego. In other news, the next Service Management Community of Practice will take place on Friday, April 28th from 10.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. This month, IT services snow expert Paul Yellen will show and tell how to use snow reports to your advantage. Join us for this casual and interactive session as we explore the potential of this powerful tool together. The Zoom link and other relevant information can be found on The Current by searching SMCOP 2023. And now let's send it over to Mark Herzberger who caught up with Sarah Turner.
1: This is Mark Herzberger, Communications Manager in IT Services. Today I'm joined by Sarah Turner, our HR business partner. Sarah, welcome to the pod, how are you?
2: Thanks so much, I'm doing great.
1: Good to have you here. We are going to discuss briefly the upcoming employee performance appraisal process. What to start off? What are the key dates that people need to know?
2: Tuesday, May second. So four thirty, Tuesday, May second. That is when self appraisals are due. Um, now they are not mandatory, so if you don't want to do one, that's fine. Uh, just log into SPA. Uh, there's a finalized self appraisal button that you'll click at the top left and then you can skip it if you want, but I highly encourage employees to do it.
1: Well, I appreciate that it's, uh, I bet a lot of people appreciate that it's on a Tuesday, not a Monday, so they're not uh, spending their weekend, wink, wink. Um, but yeah, you mentioned you mentioned that it, the, the self-appraisal is optional, but you encourage folks to do it. Um, why, why do you encourage people to submit the uh, self-appraisal?
2: It, it's a great opportunity for employees. to to really talk about the great achievements they've had in the last year, talk up what they've accomplished, talk up the challenges that they've overcome, go into your major job-related accomplishments, talk about the goals that you've hit, talk about the challenges you've overcome. You can really reflect on the actual work that you did. It's a way to ensure that you and your supervisor are on the same page with what you have done, what you've accomplished, and, and what uh, is still to be done. And truth be told, supervisors may not remember everything that employees have accomplished. So by reminding them, listing out all the things you've done, uh, it can really impact, it might even impact a, an overall uh, or individual score in a positive way. So it kind of helps managers see how employees are viewing their own, empo- uh, their own performance in their own eyes.
1: I will endorse that from the manager point of view. 12 months is a long time, and I'm only writing three myself, but I know there's other managers that have to do five, ten, or more, and it's always helpful just to get the, the person's perspective on, on what they accomplished and what they felt was important. Um, so to, to continue on with the self-appraisal, there's two sections, section A and B. So section A is functions, goals, projects. What should people put in that section?
2: So here's where employees wanna describe their assessment of their performance and achievements as it relates to their job function. So based on their job description, any goals that were set during the 2022 appraisal process, any projects they may have been tasked on to work and complete that are very specifically related to their job function.
1: Section B is labeled accomplishments and comments. What should people put in that section?
2: That's where employees want to describe any accomplishments that they may have achieved that weren't related to their job functions that are in their job description, Um, but goals and projects that they were assigned, um, that they want their supervisor, they want to remind their supervisor, hey, I went above and beyond. Remember when I did this project? Remember when I did that project?
1: And along with the performance appraisals as part of this process, everybody makes goals for the upcoming 12 months, what are some annual goal-setting tips that you can share?
2: I think it's important to make sure that your goals align with department and position objectives. Make sure it's relevant. I also recommend using the SMART framework, and I encourage folks to Google SMART goals. You want to think about it in terms of specific, measurable, um, ambitious, but attainable Relevant and then time bound goals Um, and then think, is there any sort of training and professional growth and development opportunities that you're interested in? This would be the section that you would put that information in.
1: And before we we close out this part of the discussion, um, based on when we're recording this, you've already done, I believe, one of the office hours. Uh, sessions. Uh, were there any FAQs or uh, things that came up during that session that uh, now would be a good time to mention, just to cut off some questions at the past, such as it were?
2: I really appreciate that opportunity. There were a couple of employees who couldn't see their appraisals yet, so I was really glad they spoke up. Um, that meant I could go back and do some research find out if they weren't tied to a specific job and then get their appraisal created so they could start their self-appraisal. So then there were some general questions, ones that we've kind of gone over here. What do I put in there? What, what do I talk about? How long should it be? Like, is this a novel? And I, I said, well, if you've done a novel's worth of work, then maybe, but uh, you know, we're all human, so maybe keep it to a page or so.
1: And I, um, it's one of the things you know. I've been in touch with you too, as people's uh, job description, that kind of thing. And it's always good to check. Spa. I don't know where it gets some of its data, but it's always good to check that, right?
2: Yes, (laughs) indeed.
1: And in general, um, if people have uh, questions or need help, uh, what can they do?
2: They can always reach out to me directly if they have questions or need help. I, I love that part of my job. If they would prefer to do a training, UC Learning has a training that walks you through the appraisal process and the spa system. I have had a couple of office hours. I think by the time this airs, both will be over. So reach out to me, I'll I'll get you hooked up. Great.
1: And all right, let's transition to learn a a bit more about you because you are gonna be in a prominent position uh, interfacing with a lot of people in IT services. When did you join us and how did you find out about the position and why were you interested in it?
2: (laughs) January 23rd was my first day at the university uh, and I come from the private sector. So back in December, I had been casually reviewing job postings on LinkedIn. I wasn't really sure if I was seriously looking or not. Um, I'd been in healthcare for 17 years at that point and had just come through about three years of pandemic. healthcare was really tough during the pandemic and a lot of us in healthcare came out with some scars. So when I saw this posting from UCSD, I got really excited of this possibility of joining a larger organization and a new industry. Um, I also thought it would be good for me to take a step back from I was a manager at that point, go into an individual contributor role, maybe take mm-hmm. some time to focus on my education. I'd love to pursue an MBA. So. It was a it was a good fit a win-win for me for sure
1: okay as far as HR and the healthcare world and now what you're finding at higher ed slash IT like what are some differences and what's been completely new
2: I thought it was at a large organization before I was the HR director at a local hospital that had 800 employees and I thought that was a big deal but now no no we were we were small in comparison and I'm learning that there are, a lot of um, processes that are, have been set in stone, they've been done this way a long way, and I get to learn. And um, I have really appreciated my supervisor being open to suggestions from my outside perspective of what we can change. But as a larger, larger organization, you guys have amazing resources, but you also have that flip side of you know, you've been doing things a certain way for a long way, a long time.
1: And what are some outside hobbies and interests that you might have?
2: I love to cook and try new recipes. I just made veggie enchiladas with the spicy cashew cream sauce that turned out pretty good. I'm pretty competitive when it comes to board games, so watch out. And I I love my cats. I have two grumpy old men, Peppermint and Thor. And I also like to foster mama cats and their babies when I get a chance during kitten season. So I take care of the mama and she takes care of the babies. And that's the deal.
1: When is kitten season?
2: It's about right now. We're getting started. We're ramping up. Springtime.
1: Every every spring is somehow the biological clock or? uh, Yes.
2: And in fact, in San Diego, because we have such mild weather, we also hit it. We have a couple of kitten seasons during the year. So anyone who wants to open up their homes, I encourage them.
1: How many cats or kittens do you have at the uh, Turner Manor as we speak?
2: (laughs) Right now, I just have the two. I'm waiting for the Humane Society to let me know when they get a pregnant mama in or a mama with some newborns, and then I can take her in and get her set up in a little bathroom that I have. Okay. And then my old men, ignore them. That's what they (laughs) want (laughs) to do.
1: Men after my own heart, I think. uh, (laughs) People might describe me as a grumpy old... (laughs) Um, how did you get into, uh, the, the cooking side of things and do you have a certain like genre or specialty that you try to pursue?
2: I'm trying vegan actually. I saw a couple of documentaries a few years ago, um, and fell in love with this idea that we could get really creative and, and come up with alternatives to cream cheese and sour cream. And I'm, I was very much hooked on dairy. So what can, can I actually make cheese out of nuts or seeds? What is this? My degree is in microbiology. So I have this just need to experiment. And this allows me to have an outlet for that.
1: How does one uh, what what's the story degree in microbiology? And then I would assume that most you said the 17 years. I assume that's the bulk of your career though on the HR side. So how'd that, that turn out for you?
2: Yes, I've been I've been doing HR for over 20 years now. Okay. But I did go to school and I was going to become a microbiologist. And I was going to make beer and wine, as every college person right. wants to, to major in. Um, and then when I, went, when I got out of school, I stumbled into a summer job at an HR consulting company. And I loved getting to interview scientists who were going into the biotech uh, field. And I kind of knew what they were talking about because I kind of had a science background. So I quickly started in recruitment. um, And then I just really enjoyed the people side of things. And people always say, you were supposed to work in a lab. I don't see you working in a lab. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, lab people are fun too. So
1: I I know it's early days, but what have you had to learn about IT-type positions and IT-type, you know, HR issues, what have you, compared to healthcare or other industries you were in?
2: IT, I I remember a few of my friends when I was bragging about how I get to work with, with IT. They were saying, IT guys are weird. And I was like, what? I don't think so. Honestly, I've had a wonderful time the last few months. Everybody has been so welcoming and so personable. So I just tell my friends, I don't know what you're talking about. Everybody is is grand. I'm really enjoying my time here.
1: Good to hear it. Well, we are glad to have you. We will wind it down there. Uh, maybe one last reminder of that big date coming up before we sign off. You bet. Don't forget, it is Tuesday, May 2nd
2: at 4.30. Well, if you turn it in at 5, I'll still take it.
1: <laughs> All right. Very good. Thank you, Sarah. It's good, good getting to know you here. Thanks,
0: Mark, so much. I sure hope you're enjoying this podcast. Remember to let your fellow IT Services staff members know that this podcast exists. Get everyone to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you can get your podcasts. This podcast is a collaborative effort, and we want to hear from you. If you have any ideas for podcasts or topics, send them to me at ITS-podcast at UCSD. Dot edu. That's it for today. Keep an ear out for the next episode of The Current Daily.